tonight, for the month of April, we're starting a brand new series, a brand new topic called Tell the World. Tell the World, okay? We're going to start a brand new topic tonight called Tell the World, okay? Here's the thing. I want you to fill in this blank for me. Put up that screen, Miss Teresa. It says, Jesus is blank. Now, real quick, in your head, I want you to fill in that blank. Take a couple of seconds. Jesus is fill in the blank. All right? Jesus is fill in the blank. Okay? What is Jesus to you? Maybe you put a question mark. I don't know. Maybe you haven't actually have an answer to fill in that blank. But in your mind, real quick, in your thoughts, fill in that blank. Jesus is fill in the blank. And then hold on to that, okay? Here's what we want to talk about this month. What we want to talk about this month, really, in the simplest form, in the most direct way, we want to talk about telling the world who Jesus is. That's really what we want to talk about this month, okay? But here's the thing. If you're going to tell the world who Jesus is, we first got to start off with being able to fill in this blank line, okay? Because you can't tell anyone who Jesus is if you don't really know who he is, right? So it's important for us to be able to fill in this blank line. But here's the thing. We got to be able to do more than just fill in this blank line. We got to be able to share. We got to be able to describe what it is that we put in this blank line. So, for example, if you were to say Jesus is love, how would you be able to tell me that Jesus is love? Right. How would you explain that to me? If you were to say Jesus is giving, how would you explain that to me? How would you tell me if you were to say Jesus is caring? How would you tell me? How would you share with me that Jesus is caring? Pretend that I've never heard of Jesus in my entire life. Because there are people, surprisingly, I know it may shock you, but there are actually people who have no idea who Jesus is. Newsflash. There's a lot of folks in the church who ain't got no idea who Jesus is either. Yeah, they come to church every Sunday and Wednesday. Right? But they, have, they can't even describe or tell you who Jesus is. And what I want to prepare you guys, what I want to do this month for the month of April, is for you guys to be able to fill in this blank, but not just fill in this blank, be able to share and explain what it was you put in that blank. Okay? What it is that you put in that blank. Jesus is, and then be able to share it with somebody you know. Okay? Be able to share it with someone you know. Last month, we talked about having a new life united with Jesus, remember? And with that new life, now you have a purpose. You have a reason for existing, correct? Well, guess what? One of the reasons you exist in this world is to tell people who Jesus is. Plain is, it's just the honest truth. You are put on this earth to show people who Jesus is, to tell people who Jesus is, and explain to others who Jesus is, okay? It's more than... Just knowing Jesus for yourself. That's important. Okay? That is important. I don't want to say it's not important. But it's just as important to be able to tell others who Jesus is as well. Wouldn't you agree, Noah? Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. I truly believe that there's two things that we got to be able to do when it comes to Jesus is fill in the blank. Okay? Two things that we got to be able to do. And I know this first one is going to be like, well, how does that apply to me? Okay, but here's the thing. I believe that we want to tell the world who Jesus is. We got to be able to preach it, yo. 
Like, seriously, we got to be able to preach it. Now, I know what some of you be thinking. I ain't no pastor, Carrie. I'm no preacher, Carrie. That's not who I am. Not a problem. You don't have to. Listen, I want you to know something. You don't have to be a preacher to tell someone who Jesus is. Okay? You don't have to be an ordained pastor to tell someone who Jesus is. You don't have to have any pastoral credentials to tell anybody who Jesus is. You know, in the Bible, there was a man who was possessed by 2,000 plus demons. All right. And when Jesus delivered him and casted all those demons out of him, the man who was delivered and healed, he wanted to follow Jesus so badly. But what did Jesus do? Jesus sent him back to his hometown to tell everybody about him. The man had no Bible college under his skin. <laughs> he, had no, he had no degree in seminary. He had none of those credentials. But yet he went back to 10 cities and was telling everybody about the Jesus who he just met, who healed him, set him free. And that he was, what he was doing was he was telling others who Jesus is. And what I want you to understand is he was preaching to others who, who Jesus is. And listen, as believers, you don't have to be a pastor to tell people who Jesus is. You don't have to stand up on a stage to tell people who Jesus is. All right? You can tell people who Jesus is at the lunch table, in the locker room, as crazy as that may sound, at your job, at the dinner table with your family. You can preach who Jesus is. But here's the thing. We'll never be able to tell people who Jesus is if we don't have a, what I call a revelation of who Jesus is. Now, basically, that word revelation means this. It means to reveal something to someone. All right. To reveal something to someone. OK. When there is a revealing of something, it basically means to make something known. When you have a real revelation of who Jesus is, like a real revelation, when you have a revealing of who he is, man, you can't help but keep that contained. You can't help but tell others on who Jesus is. Like, you just want to share it with someone. You're like, you ain't going to believe this, Noah. I just, I learned who Jesus is today. Like, that's what happened with that man who was possessed by all those demons. He had a revelation, a revealing of who Jesus is. And because of that, he wanted to tell so many people, everybody in the Bible who Jesus healed, touched, or saved, they couldn't wait to tell other people who Jesus is. Why? Because they had a revelation of him. They had a revealing of him. Something that they had never known was now known. When you have that revelation, it's the game changer. You, you want to tell so many people about Jesus, okay? Listen, I love what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 17, okay? And this is Jesus talking to his disciples. It says, it says when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, Philippi, I'm sorry, he asked his disciples, now you got to remember his 12 disciples were his closest students, okay? The people who lived with him and walked with him every day for three years. He asked his disciples, who do the people say the Son of Man is? In other words, who does the crowd, who does everybody, who does everybody say that I am? And they replied, well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say you're Elijah, and others say you're Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. But here's what I love. Jesus looked at his 12 disciples and he asked, this, asked them this question, but who do you say that I am? That is a powerful question. Who do you say that Jesus is? If Jesus was up here right now, he was asking, who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am to your family? 
Who do you say that I am to your friends? Who do you say that I am at work? Who do you say that I am in the locker room at school to whoever, right? Who do you say that I am? And the disciples hear this question and they're like, but there's one amongst the group who has had a revelation of who Jesus really is. And it's Peter. And check out what Peter says. Peter says this. He says, Simon Peter, Simon Peter answered. He says, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And here's the thing. What Peter was saying is like, listen, you're not just a man, Jesus. You are literally God in human flesh. And so what happened was Peter was made known something. He had a revelation of who Jesus really is. He wasn't just a man. He wasn't just the teacher like everybody else saw him. Peter realized and had a revelation that, you know what? Jesus is indeed God in human flesh. He came into this earth and, and he is the real, he is the son of God. He is the Messiah. He is the anointed one. He saw and had a revelation of Jesus. And I love what Jesus said. He says this, he says, Jesus replied, you are blessed, Simon, son of John, because my father in heaven has, watch this, revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. That's powerful. Listen, real life-changing revelations come from the Lord, man. Like when I was 17 years old, I had a revelation of who Jesus was. It changed my life. I, would, I went from carrying a basketball and basketball shoes to school to carrying my Bible to school. Like I had a revelation of who Jesus is, and it really changed my life drastically. I was telling my friends in the hallway about Jesus, and it wasn't like I was being weird about it. Like I wasn't standing up at the, in the hallway holding up a Bible saying, you're going to burn in hell if you don't believe it. I wasn't being weird about it, right? But I was genuinely like, hey, man, I gave my life to Jesus. Like he's changed my life, and he's real. Like I just want to tell you about him, you know? And so here's the thing. As believers, as followers of Jesus, one of the purposes why we are here in this earth is to tell the world who Jesus is. We're to preach who he is to other people. And remember, that will come through a revealing of who Jesus is. Now, the biggest question is, well, how do I have a revelation of Jesus, Carrie? This is why it's important for you to get into God's word. This is why it's important for you to spend time in prayer. You know, God reveals himself. I don't want to box God in and say those are the only two ways. But in my life, that's how I've seen him reveal things to me. He reveals himself to me, okay, in those, in those two areas. But I don't want to boss God in and say I've never seen him reveal me in other areas, okay, in, other, in other ways, okay? I could be at the gym and I have a revelation of God and it's crazy. Like, it's seriously crazy. Like, this past two weeks, uh, this past week, I'm sorry, um, we were at the gym in the morning. And right when we got there, God was showing me things. And I was, like, writing stuff down in my notes on my phone. It was just like there was a revelation taking place. So... Revelation comes from just getting so close to God and he reveals so much to you about himself. When you have that, you don't want to keep it to yourself. You want to share it with others, okay? You want to share it with others. So if we're going to tell the world who Jesus is, let's preach it with a revelation of who he truly is, okay? And most importantly, the second way is this. If we're going to tell the world who Jesus is, not only do we got to preach it, but, man, we got to live it, too. We got to live it, too, Okay? She goes out, you want to know what the most frustrating things for me is? Is when someone claims they do something, they don't really do it, right? Is when someone claims they do something, and yet they don't really do it. Let's say, um, <laughs> let's say, uh, let's say uh, Josiah here. I'm going to pick on Josiah again. Let's say Josiah here 
we were having a conversation over there, and Josiah was like, we were like singing a song, and Josiah was like, I'm actually like a much better singer than Karis and everybody in my family. Like, I have the greatest voice. And he's like serious about it, Noah Malachi. He's like serious about it. And he's like, y'all don't even want to hear me sing because like, y'all should get me on the worship team. And I'm like, oh, dang, you know what? We should get Josiah on the worship team because he's telling me I can sing. It's like, Josiah, why don't you come up to the worship practice and sing? And we get Josiah up here. We give him a microphone. He's like, all right, Josiah, you're going to sing what a beautiful name it is <laughs> of all songs, right? And Josiah gets up here. And I'm like, let's start the song. So we start the song. And all of a sudden, Josiah starts singing. And we're just like, ooh. Now, it's a joyful noise to the Lord. But here before us, we're like, yikes. Like, it sounds bad. Like he's not even close to being in tune. Like his words are all over the place, right? But, but here's the thing. If he was to do that, and we all heard him say, I'm the greatest singer ever, we would all be like, bro, I thought you said you could sing. And be like, I can sing. You don't like my singing? And like, nah, bro. <laughs> not even a little bit, right? But here's the thing. One of the most frustrating things for me is when people claim they do something or are about something, but their actions don't back it up, right? Here's the thing. There's so many Christians who are like that too. They claim to know God, right? They claim they're believers in Jesus, but their lifestyles don't match up to what they say, right? Their lifestyle does not match up to what they say. And so here's the thing. We say it like this. Talk is cheap, actions action speak. One of my favorite verses in the Bible, Titus chapter 1 verse 16. It says many people claim they know God, right? They claim they know God, but yet they deny him by the way that they live. And the Bible is very clear. Listen, many people claim, yes, I profess to know God. I claim to know God. I mean, I go to church. I go to youth. I claim to know him, but you know what? Their everyday life does not match up. And so listen, if we're going to tell the world who Jesus is, we also got to live it. We can't just say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian, but yet we're cussing at school, like we're skipping school, we're being disrespectful to our teachers at school, we're being disrespectful to mom and dad at home, we're being disrespectful to um, our sister or whatever, right? We're talking back. If we're going to claim, right, to be followers of Jesus, we also have to live it out every single day. Let me tell you something. The greatest way you can tell people about Jesus is how you live with your everyday life. Honestly, how you treat people, how you react to people, how you uh, gossip about people, like, it reflects so much, okay? I want to encourage you tonight. Because here's the thing. One of the things that teenagers tell, like, that I see in teenagers is that it's kind of embarrassing to live as a Christian. A lot of teenagers are like, I'm kind of embarrassed. I don't really want, like... I'm okay with being a Christian at church on Wednesdays and Sundays, but like at school in front of my peers, like that's kind of embarrassing. Like I don't want people to think I'm weird, but I want to encourage you to be young and unashamed. Don't be embarrassed of Jesus. Don't be embarrassed of him, right? Be young and unashamed. Romans 1.16, I love this verse. It says this, it says, it says this in Romans 1.16. There it is. It says, for I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ, because it's the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. That first part is what I love. It says, for I am not ashamed of this good news about Jesus. Paul was writing this, 
And you got to understand that during this time when this gentleman is writing this, Christians are being killed. Christians are being arrested. Christians are being thrown in arenas made for sport, being slaughtered by lions. Christians are being sawed in half. Like Christians are seriously hunted down and killed. And Paul was encouraging people, listen, no matter what happens, I'm not going to be ashamed of knowing who Jesus is. Right? I'm not going to be ashamed. I'm going to live it out every single day, no matter what. And so I want to encourage you all here today. Be young and unashamed. Stand firm in what you believe. Don't be intimidated by what your peers may think of you, what even teachers may think of you. Be young and unashamed, all right? I just want to encourage you tonight, and we're going to dismiss, we'll close this down, to preach and live with boldness, guys. To preach and live with boldness. Remember, you ain't got to be up here to preach to others who Jesus is, right? You don't have to be up here to preach who Jesus is. But I encourage you to preach and live with boldness every single day. You know what that word boldness means? It means to have a lack of hesitation or fear in the face of risk or danger. Teenagers are so bold in everything, right? They will run and do some wild stuff. They'll do some crazy things because they're without hesitation. They won't even think about it, right? But when it comes to Jesus, for some reason, I don't know why it's like, Lack boldness, but I see a generation of kids who are going to be bold. So I want to encourage you to preach and live with boldness every single day, telling the world who Jesus is. Okay, listen. We talked. We uh we listened to a message by Pastor Tim Summers on Sunday morning up here, and I love what he said. He said, "A true follower of Jesus points and brings people to Jesus. A true follower of Jesus points and brings people to Jesus." That's what our responsibility is as Christians. We're supposed to be pointing others to Jesus. We're supposed to be bringing people to Jesus. In the Bible, if you read in the New Testament, you'll read constantly. People would bring their peers, their friends to Jesus. Like by the multitudes. If you never read the Bible, there's actually one story about one gentleman who was like crippled from his, he was like paralyzed in his whole body. And the Bible says four friends carried him all the way to Jesus. And when they got there, the place was so crowded that they actually climbed up on the roof, broke the roof, and lowered their friend down through the roof to get to Jesus. Okay? Our responsibility as believers and Christians, true followers of Jesus, point and bring people to Jesus. We're supposed to point and bring people to Jesus. I have a question for you. The last question, then we're going to pray and dismiss. When was the last time you pointed anyone to Jesus in your everyday life? Another question, when was the last time you brought anyone to Jesus in your everyday life? If you can honestly answer that question and say, like, it's been a long time, Carrie. I can honestly say I don't even, yeah, I've never done it. Man, we're on this earth to tell the world about this amazing Jesus that we live for, okay? We're on this earth to tell this world about this amazing Jesus that we live for. Listen, that you know. So don't keep him hidden. Share him with the world. Preach it and live it boldly, right? I mean boldly, okay? Like, don't hide it. <laughs> True story. The other, was it Monday? So I'm on this, uh, I don't know if y'all know who Elevation Rhythm is. It's Elevation Church's youth ministry. And they just released their new worship album um, this week. And 
Monday, I was um, jamming out to this one specific song called Over and Over, and I was listening to it like, I've been listening to it nonstop. And I was at the gym, and I was like singing like, like really getting into it, right? And I didn't see anyone around me, but I was like singing. There was this part where the drums, I was like, and I was just like worshiping, and I look up, and the girl at the front register was like looking at me kind of weird. And there was this point where I was like, I should probably chill out. But I was like, heck no, man. I'm worshiping God right now. I kept on singing. I kept on doing my thing. That's boldness. That's boldness right there. And you want to know what happens to so many people, specifically teenagers, man, when you get caught in 4K, worshiping God or living for God, people are, you want to be like, oh, that's my bad, my bad. Why? Be bold about it. Be bold in what you believe in, okay? Preach it and live it boldly every single day. And I guarantee you, we're going to tell the world who Jesus is, okay? We're going to tell a true follower of Jesus points and brings people to Jesus. I want us to be a youth ministry that does that, that tells the world who Jesus is, okay? Let's pray. God, thank you so much.